Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 39 of our podcast that was originally recorded on September 2nd of 2014. I start off with a new segment this week called What I'm Leeching Now, where I talk about free games or discounts in gaming for the week. I then jump into new stories where I talk about Dragon Age Inquisition's four-player co-op, Paizo's Great Year, which was discussed at Gen Con, the Xbox One Connect is coming out on October 7th for uh, $149, Duel of the Magi is coming to Kickstarter in September. Nintendo announces a new 3DS model, which is currently only for Japan. I then talk about what I'm playing now for the week. Pathfinder, PT, Diablo 2, and of course I talk about what I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. We are up to episode 39 already. Um, We're recording this on September 2nd. 2014. Uh, recording this a day late. This is Tuesday. I normally record on Monday, but yesterday was a holiday, and over the weekend, a lot of stuff was going on, so I figured, what the hell, I'll take a break for one day and record it on Tuesday. Hopefully no harm, no foul, but we are here for another week of what I've played for the week. Um, still working on the website, and working on a couple things in that aspect, Possibly looking into getting the podcast onto um, maybe a site that will help get a few more listeners to the podcast. So we will have more news on that possibly in the future. Um, but send us some emails. What I'm playing now at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at What I'm Playing Now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say. Um, our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign What I'm Playing Now podcast. And of course, we have our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Have a new segment for the first part of the show this week. I normally talk about what I'm playing, what I want to play, but let's talk about what I'm leeching now um, for all you old school downloaders out there. Um, in this part of the show, I'm kind of going to try to discuss some of the free games or sales that are kind of going around. Um, either for video or board games, try to find some good deals for everybody. Pretty much this first week I'm going to discuss, since it's the beginning of the month, we're going to talk about all of the free stuff that Sony, Microsoft, EA um, is giving us for belonging to some of their subscription programs. So let's jump into what um, Sony is offering for their PlayStation Plus. Um, PlayStation 4 owners will get Velocity 2X, um, as well as... I know there's one more. <clears throat> the two free titles for PlayStation 3 are PlayStation All- All- All-Star Battles. Say that ten times fast. And I believe um, Joe Danger is coming out for the Vita. Um, so it sounds like we have um, a pretty good lineup of games that are coming out. Um, so Vel- like I said, Velocity 2X on PS4, Joe Danger on PS Vita, Sports Friends on PS4, which I already have. PS All-Star Battles and Horde on PS3 and TXK on Vita. So those are going to be the free games. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed Sports Friends, so that's going to be one thing that, um, that hopefully a lot of other people will be able to, to play. One of the games I was kind of looking forward to getting off of this list is Horde. Um, I had looked at that game previously, but I actually never bought it. Um, but that is what the free games, what Sony is giving us for the month. One other thing that Sony had just announced, which I believe this was basically during its pre-TGS press conference that was on Monday, they are basically giving away 250 free PlayStation Plus games, or 
PSP games um, to PlayStation Plus subscribers in Japan. Um, they haven't said if this is going to be coming over to the U.S. or to Europe or anything, um, but 250 out of the, like, I think there's 320, 370, yeah, there's 370 games, I think, in the, for the PSP catalog over in Japan. Um, I think that would be outstanding if they actually gave this to us over here in the U.S. and in Europe also. Don't want to leave those guys out. Um, but I think that's a pretty damn good deal. Hopefully they will spread the love a little bit and TGS will get some more information on that shortly. Microsoft is giving out some free things too for Xbox Live games with gold members. Uh, for the Xbox One, you have Super Time Force and Crimson Dragon. For the Xbox 360, you have Monaco and Halo Reach. Monaco is a crazy little game. I was playing it on um, Steam a couple of weeks ago. If you do get a chance and have a 360 and you have gold, I would definitely check that one out. And EA, with their EA Access, they are adding in Need for Speed Rivals in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> but they also have a couple of games coming out that if you actually have your EA Access membership, you'll be able to download early. Those being um, NHL 15 and FIFA 15. Um, so if you would like to maybe get those um, in an early access period, you will have to spend the $5 a month or the $30 a year subscription fee for EA Access, and you will be able to grab those. Um, next week, I'm going to see, since there probably won't be free games announced by these companies again, they just usually do that at the beginning of the month. Next week, I'll see if I can maybe come up with one or two um, decent sale items for the week, and um, we'll try to have links to those, and we'll see if we can maybe save people some money that way i was just sitting around looking today i was going to put that as a news article and as a new story but then i was like you know what what the hell let's kind of just throw that in as a whole new segment but let's jump into some news one of the first news stories i kind of wanted to discuss was dragon age inquisitions their four-player co-op <clears throat> i'm going to have um, a link to the fact that is out there uh and i had not realized that Dragon Age, I had heard that Dragon Age Inquisition was going to have a multiplayer, but after reading the fact, it sounds like it's going to be be pretty cool. It sounds like it's going to be completely separate from the single-player game. It also sounds like items that you get in the multiplayer game will not carry over to single-player and vice versa. Um, so that could be kind of a good thing. Um, I think you're going to not see kind of what happened at the beginning of Diablo 3, um, especially with their auction house, the way everybody was just kind of trading items, getting things off the auction house, and things were just crazy and overpowered. And, um, you know, the first couple of weeks of Diablo 3 were just rather insane, um, from what I remember, not only just trying to get into the game to play it, but um, also loot-wise. Um, but there's there's no trading of items, basically, in, in the multiplayer either. So what you're going to have to do is just... Um, disassemble the items and use them as craft materials um, that you can use for other items in the game. Um, like I said, I'm going to put a link to the fact out there. Um, it's a very, it's a, they go into quite a bit about the whole multiplayer, multiplayer piece of this. And I think this could be really cool um, as far as um, Dragon Age goes. The first two, I played the first Dragon Age game. I didn't play the second one. Um, I have a feeling Dragon Age Inquisition is probably going to be one of the games I pick up here around the holidays and going to try to sit down and knock out. <clears throat> and if it's actually pretty good and um, we can get some good multiplayer going, I may be picking this up um, for my wife as well to see if she's interested <clears throat> in, um, in playing this one as well. So let's jump on to our next news story. Talk a little bit about Paizo, the people who make 
Pathfinder. They had a pretty damn good year at Gen Con this year. Um, they got 10 awards, um, any awards, um, including Best Publisher, Best Art Interior, Best Art Cover, Best Cartography, Best Free Product, Miniature Product, Monster Adversary, RPG-related product, and Best Supplement. Not only that, but they actually released four new products um, from the Pathfinder universe at Gen Con. And those four things were, um, this first one I'm really stoked about, is the Pathfinder role-playing game Advanced Class Guide. Uh, the Advanced Class Guide introduces uh, ten new classes to Pathfinder, and I have a feeling I'm going to definitely need to pick up this book, because after playing Pathfinder this past weekend, which I will get into later on in the show... Um, there's a new class that's being introduced called the Hunter, and I have a feeling this is going to be the class that I'm probably going to be rolling up a character for. Uh, I was looking at maybe doing a Druid, uh, but after hearing a little bit and talking to about a couple of the other guys about the Hunter class, I have a feeling this is going to be the way I go. Uh, the other thing that I was really stoked about seeing come out was the Pathfinder Adventure card game Skull and Shackles. So this is basically a follow-up to their Rise of the Rune Lords um, RPG, well, not RPG, but they're basically their card game, their adventure card game, uh, and it's based around pirates, which you can't go wrong with pirates. Uh, I'll definitely be picking this one up. This is going to be on my Christmas list, so hopefully the wife will listen to the podcast and actually uh, grab that for me for Christmas. Um, they also released um, a new six-month campaign for the Pathfinder Adventure Path. Uh, called the Iron Gods, where they're going to explore one of the most mysterious and unique realms in the Inner Sea region, uh, which sounds pretty cool. And they also have the Pathfinder Society. Um, and they, they, they basically just had a lot of events um, that were Pathfinder Society related at, um, at Gen Con. So our next story is going to be the Xbox One. So we're jumping all over between board and video games. Our next story is going to be the Xbox One Connect available. Um, is going to be available by itself this October for $149. Um, it's actually going to ship with uh, Dance Central Spotlight, which actually launches on September 2nd for $10. Bucks. Um, but you're going to get it free when you buy your Connect, your um, Xbox One for Connect uh, for $150. Bucks. Which, when I heard this last week, I kind of just cringed and was wondering if Microsoft will ever get anything right this um, this generation. 150 bucks for the Xbox or for the Kinect by itself is a, quite a bit steep, considering they just knocked 100 bucks off the console, and you have to pay 150 for a separate Kinect. Uh, that just seems a little crazy. I know that they were selling the Kinect for PC for 199 dollars, which is more of a developer type unit. Um, I can pos I can possibly see that, but um, I just don't see where they're justifying this 150 cost for a Connect that's completely unbundled from the Xbox One. Um, I know that in one of the presentations that Microsoft had given, they were basically stating that um, they they actually expected to sell more Connects by removing the Connect from the console. How? Somebody came to that idea, or whoever put that idea in somebody's head. Um, I I just I just don't understand it. I wish they could explain that a little bit better, because I don't see how they actually plan on selling more connects once they unbundled it from the console. Um, so I just I, I'm just not too sure what Microsoft's doing. I just I don't know if they know what they're doing um, this generation. So 
Next story we're going to jump into, Gauntlet for the PC, the reboot, which I am extremely excited for, extremely bummed that it's not coming to consoles, it's only coming out for the PC, has been delayed. Uh, I believe it was supposed to come out tomorrow, actually, on September 3rd. It's actually been pushed back a couple weeks to September 23rd. Um, and I did watch some playthrough of this. I watched some of the gauntlet that was actually done at PAX Prime over this past weekend, where they actually had some game game writer veterans um, from around the business come in and play gauntlet, and they were basically going for a gauntlet belt. Um, it was pretty cool. The game looks from what I from the gameplay that I saw, it does look pretty sweet. Uh, the graphics have been updated extensively. Um, There's several different game modes within the game. It looked like. Um, so I cannot wait to get my hands on this. Extremely bummed that it's coming out on PC only. Um, so if the wife and I want to play, I have a feeling we're going to have to buy two copies of this, which I guess we're just going to have to suck it up and do it. Um, but it's going to be available on Steam September 23rd. So if you're looking for that, um, keep an eye out for it. It's coming soon. Uh, also, Microsoft not only is giving away free stuff, but they had their September Xbox One update, and it included a lot of new stuff. Um, it's a new; they have a new media player app in there. Um, they have an improved party app. Uh, they have some new features for Smart Glass. Uh, they have a new function for which will basically boot you right to the TV, which is pretty cool. Um, they actually have bandwidth usage display. They have game DVR deletes. And you can also save your avatar gamer picks. I will have links to a GameSpot article that basically talks about all that stuff. I have yet to pick up an Xbox One, so I have not been able to enjoy any of those things um, that Microsoft has put out yet. But for those of you that do have an Xbox One out there, make sure you download the update. And I'm sure some of you were looking forward to a lot of those features. Going to jump back over to some board game news. Um, new game coming out, I believe it's currently on Kickstarter, and it is called, or it's coming to Kickstarter, I believe, and it is called Duel of the Magi. I will have a link to this, um, from Dice Tower News. This sounds like a pretty sweet game. It, it's a board game, and it almost sounds like they're basically trying to get together, um, the dueling nature of Magic the Gathering, along with the deck building of maybe something like, um... A Dominion type of game. So a deck builder as well as a just just a all-out you know mage war type game sounds like a pretty interesting concept. Um, the trailer that was on the on the one page really doesn't go into too too much stuff. They do have a picture of what's in the box. The board and the art on the board does look cool as well as some of the cards that they were showing. The art looks really sweet. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on this one when this actually does go onto Kickstarter and I may I may be I may be backing this one once I find once I find a little bit more about it. So over the weekend we also had some more news. Uh, I believe this might have been last week. Um, Nintendo revealed a new 3DS. It's got a built-in NFC, better 3D, a upgraded CPU. Um, but it's right now it's only coming out in Japan. Uh, there has been no word as to whether this will be released in Europe or America. Um, and they're basically just going to say, wait and kind of see what happens. Um, they have a, um, there's also a new kind of little, what they're calling it, like a little nub button, which is going to be over the existing, the A, B, X, Y buttons that are on the right. Um, and like I said, the NFC support, and of course that's going to be for those Amiibo figures that they have coming out, um, here shortly. 
New 3DS sounds great. I know this is probably the one thing keeping Nintendo afloat right now. Why you would not want to announce any sort of release date or anything for the U.S., I have no clue. But uh, they, they, in the article from GameSpot, they said that it will not be out in the U.S. on 2015, so I guess we will have to wait and see if, or before 2015, <clears throat> so it's not coming out in 2014, so I guess we're going to have to wait till 2015 to actually see if we actually get one of the new 3DSs or not. It actually looks like a pretty um, sweet um, 3DS. I have not picked up um, a 3DS handheld either. I've really been playing the heck out of the Vita lately. I've jumped back into a couple of games on there. I wouldn't mind actually getting a, a 3DS just to kind of screw around with and play some of the games on there because I know there are some there's some pretty good games that they release on there. I'd, I'd probably prefer the 3DS actually over the Wii U right now. So... We'll see. We'll see on that one. I'm not too sure I actually want to spend any more money with Nintendo right now until they come out with something a little newer. Um, our last article is going to be one more story from Dice Tower News. Um, one Night Ultimate Werewolf Daybreak. This is another um, sort of board game, like a party type game. Um, this expansion is going to be coming out. Um, they're starting a Kickstarter campaign on September 29th for this one. I've heard some pretty good things on a couple of different podcasts about this game um, and from... Uh, some of the different websites and shows that I've watched um, and that are that are board game related. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes on that one and actually see um, see how that one goes. It's a party game where I think there's like three to ten players is required to play, and it's like pretty. Um, I think from what I've read about it, it's like they're supposed to be quick ten minute games. So that sounds pretty cool. So that's pretty much it for the news this week. We had a quick news week, um, but we're going to jump into what, I pl what I'm playing now, or basically what I played for the week. So last week at, the, at game night, we played Pathfinder. So I'm going to grab my little Pathfinder Society um, scenario form here. And we played the confirmation. Um, there was... Four of us playing this one, so we had a, we had a smaller party that went through that 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 went through this, and this is um this is an adventure that's made for newer players, um, basically that are just getting into Pathfinder Society. This is kind of supposed to be the the scenario that scenario that introduces you to the Pathfinder Society. Um, it was a cool little scenario. Uh, the DM that was that was the dungeon master for this game um, was a younger kid. This was, I think his only maybe his second time DMing and he actually did a pretty good job um, as far as running us through, through the scenario. Luckily we did have one veteran um, pathfinder guy with us at the table since not only was the DM his first, his, his like second time DMing, but um, me and one of the other guys are a little bit newer to the whole pathfinder type game. So we're still learning a lot of the games a lot of the game mechanics and everything, and a lot of the rules. So it was great that we actually had a veteran sitting at the table with us uh, that was quite familiar with the rules, had a lot of um, different items with him as far as um, stat sheets and all of the stuff pretty much at his fingertips. So he was he was very prepared, and it was really nice, and it basically kept the game moving. And we, we had a good time. So video game-wise, I actually had a chance to sit down over the weekend and play P.T., which is basically the Silent Hill demo that came out um, two weeks ago. And I had not gotten around to it, but over the weekend I finally did sit down and get around to it. And that, it, 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 if the new Silent Hill is going to be anything similar to what this demo is, 
it will be a, a pretty good game, and it's going to scare the shit out of you, basically. Um, there were a couple of times in that in that game where I was walking down that corridor that you're just like, I just kept looking at my wife like I go, I had heard that it was that it took place in kind of the same hallway on a couple of podcasts, but the podcast I listened to, whenever they started talking about it, I tried to basically turn on the volume and kind of just jump ahead and get past it. But there were there were a couple of really good scares where I actually jumped from, from playing... Um, the game i thought the game was kind of considering you're in the same corridor for a while it seemed to be just go on just a little too long i think i think it, i think they just drew it out a little too long i really got tired of looking at the corridor after about i don't know 20 minutes to a half hour i mean even though a lot of the stuff in the in the in the in the in the hallway was changing each time you were going through it normally um after about a half hour i was just like okay i'm ready let me just either end this or um you know, just to see something else already. When you get towards the end and a lot of the the pictures change and it, it it's kind of starting to really take shape towards the end there, I thought that was kind of interesting. But then when you're kind of just running and for continuously for about five minutes, I just thought, like I said, I just thought that was extended a little bit. But if you do have a chance to play PT, definitely check it out. I'm hoping that Silent Hill is going to be more than just a hallway, which I know it will be. Um, but I'm I'm really looking forward to Silent Hill now. I think that should be pretty cool. Pretty cool. I I can't remember the last time a game scared the shit out of me this much. Probably since the original. Um, I'm trying to think of what it was. The original Resident Evil with the dogs jumping through the windows probably would be the last time that a game really actually had me coming close to dropping the controller. When the dogs jumped through the window back on the PS1 playing Resident Evil, I think I did drop the controller that first time going through there um, because that pretty much does scare everybody. So, uh, Last Wednesday for Way Back Wednesday, I jumped into Diablo 2. So I had played Diablo 1. Um, I think on the original PlayStation I played Diablo 1. I played Diablo 3 on the PC, um, finished it three times, almost four times. I've had Diablo 2 since shortly after it came out. And I've started it five, six, I don't even know how many times over the years, but I've installed it, played maybe up to like the first dungeon, and then just never really went any further with it. So now that I'm playing it on Wayback Wednesdays, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna finish it. So every Wednesday, and including tomorrow, I will be playing Diablo 2. Um, we had some people in the chat with us. Um, one guy was really giving me some nice tips and everything since I hadn't played this game, and I don't even know how many years. Um, but it was really cool to actually get somewhere and and get moving within Diablo 2 and actually feel like I like I got something accomplished within the game. So now I'm actually looking forward to Wednesday, tomorrow, and then the following week. Um, we're gonna see how long this takes us to knock it out. But just like Ultima, we're not gonna we're not gonna stop until we finish it. We are gonna plow through it and knock it out. One of the other things I played over the weekend, um, downloaded a couple of things for the PS4. I downloaded Pure Pool. And, of course, I had been talking about the Walking Dead pinball table for Pinball FX2. Uh, the Walking Dead pinball table is definitely tricky. Uh, not It's definitely not an easy table. Uh, the graphics, I think, are great on there. I think a lot of the things that they tie into the actual game um, that you're playing, basically, on the, uh, that I'm playing on the PS3 is pretty cool um, from the first season of the game. I think it's definitely a good table if you're if you're a Pinball FX2 fan. I think it was $2.99. You do not want to pass that one up. Now, Pure Pool, on the other hand, is quite different. Um, the graphics on Pure Pool make you almost feel like you're playing a real game. It is much more difficult than a lot of the other pool games that I've played on, like the PS3 and the 360. 
Um, normally when you're going to take a shot, you can actually see the arrow or maybe like a little kind of like a yellow line is what they give you as to where the ball is going to go. In a pure pull, if you're taking a much longer shot than... Um, than kind of like a normal closer shot. If you're taking a longer shot, you really can't see that yellow line and maybe and it it kind of like leaves you kind of almost guessing as to whether you're going to be close to where you want it to go or not, um, which brings in a whole new added level of difficulty to pure pull. Um, I played it uh, Sunday and a little bit on Monday with my wife. Uh, we sat there and we were playing it. We both thought it was really good. The graphics are good. The music's pretty good in the game. The one thing we were kind of disappointed with in the game when we were doing a multiplayer, even though she was logged in under her PlayStation account, it was only picking her up in the game as player two, and, it's, and she wasn't getting any XP to basically level up her character, which kind of bummed me out. I was, considering that they basically went the extra mile to add in like a player two and a little and some multiplayer so you can do local multiplayer i was really disappointed that it really didn't hook up into her profile and she can actually save out xp into her own character um i think that's kind of like um was one of the more disappointing things because she was sitting there after a couple of games and she goes she had beat me once or twice and she sat there and she goes how come i'm not leveling up and she goes and it seems like you're getting xp even if you lose i go i don't know so we started screwing around and trying to figure out if we can actually get her logged into pure pool even though she was already logged into the playstation 4 and it doesn't look like that functionality is added into it um I would ding them a little bit for that, I'd have to say. Um, considering my wife and I like to sit around and do a lot of co-op playing together, and that's something that just would have been nice if it was there. Um, like I said, both of us really enjoyed The Walking Dead Pinball. We were doing a lot of split screen on that. We were both playing it individually, um, and I definitely give that one a thumbs up. So one of the other things I played over the weekend was... During last week's show, at the end of the show, I actually started opening up my Dice Masters Gravity Feed. Um, so that's Marvel, Avengers vs. X-Men, Dice Masters, the dice game, um, which is basically kind of maybe something along the lines of like Magic the Gathering with dice, I guess you could say. I'm not even too sure how the hell you want to describe it, because the dice, to me, the dice are almost more like... Um, almost like a Dominion style type of game where you're trying to just kind of grind through your dice and you're almost doing like a dice builder um, by bringing in more dice into play. So it's kind of like a dice builder game instead of a deck builder game like those Dominion games are. And um, it has a whole Magic the Gathering element to it because you're trying to kill your opponent and your opponent's trying to kill you. Um, I finished opening up the boost to the Gravity Feed last week and with four packs to go, I pulled Serena. Um, so that was the Black Widow Serena, which is one of the super rare cards, um, which I was extremely stoked about because she's one of the more popular ones. The other card I'd kind of like to get that's the super rare is Gobby, which is the Green Goblin one, which in looking on eBay, I'm not really wanting to pay the eBay prices right now because they are just flipping outrageous. Um, a lot of people are trying to do a buy it now for over 50 bucks in... In an auction, I would maybe pay around 40 or so for it. I don't know if I would go above 40 I did pick up the first three months, the six cards of the open play that were available for one, two, and three. I picked those up off of eBay today. Um, and I didn't pick up the fourth month because Saturday I actually went and played in my first tournament. So I went down to the 
to the game store, which is where I normally pay Pathfinder and all the other board games, and they were doing an open play tournament on Saturday. So for 15 bucks, I was able to jump into that, get 12 boosters, um, and I was able actually able to get some pretty decent rares out of there. Out of a booster, out of a gravity feed and a half, I think, maybe even a little more, nobody pulled a super rare, unless if they were hiding it and didn't tell anybody. But if you pulled a super rare, you were supposed to put that into the pot, and that was supposed to go to the winner. Um, but supposedly nobody pulled a super rare. Um, I did, like I said, I was able to get a lot of good rares out of there. Um, the first couple of games I actually played, I, I actually won, which really surprised me. And a lot of the guys were um, rather impressed that that was my first time playing, and I actually kind of understood the game. And I had told them how many hours of YouTube video I had watched of this game being played because I wanted to just really learn it, and I was really excited for playing it. And I had a really good time playing it. I tried to explain the game and show it to my wife on Monday. We're going to have to sit down and maybe have her watch a few videos because I don't think I'm as good of a teacher as I am as a player. Um, so she was just kind of sitting there a little cross-eyed looking at me like this isn't making any sense. So um, we're gonna, I'm going to sit down, have her watch maybe one of the videos, the intro videos to it, and then maybe sit her down through another one of the bigger games and go through it again. Um, and then I'm sure she'll she will hopefully get into the game because I'm hoping I just don't have to go down to the comic book store to play this one. But that's about it for the what I'm playing now section. What I want to play now, one of the stories that I was actually going to talk about in the news section, I figured what the hell, I'll just throw it in the what I want to play now. I saw that Hot Shots Golf is coming to the PlayStation 4. Um, I have been a huge Hot Shots Golf fan crap. I think back to the PlayStation 1 days, my original PlayStation. Um, we used to sit around and play golf pretty much all weekend long. Um, we had, I think we had it on the original PlayStation. Um, I think we had both the, both games. There was a, there was a game on the PlayStation 2 as well as, I think it was um, Hot Shots Golf 4, F-O-R-E, was on the PlayStation 2. And then I think I had it on my PSP as well as on um, the PS3. I had downloaded it. So I've had most of the Hot Shots Golf games over the years on Sony consoles. And when I saw that this was coming to the PlayStation 4, I was like, sweet. It, I don't, I haven't seen a launch date for it yet. I had found this on a Polygon site. Um, from They posted the article yesterday. Um, but it's coming to the PlayStation 4. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. And I know that will be something I pick up basically the day it comes out. I will definitely not be passing that one up. Other than that, I think we are pretty much at the end of an episode. I am right on time with my 30-minute time limit that I've been trying to stay with. Very impressive. Um, so where can we be found? Send us some emails. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's anything you want me to talk about. What I'm playing now at gmail.com is our email address. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. Um, our Google Plus page, plus.google.com slash plus what I'm playing now podcast. Also, we have a Twitch page, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. I will be live tomorrow probably starting around 8 o'clock or so tomorrow evening um, for another session of Diablo 2. We will be continuing where we left off last week. I think we'll be going back to the to the cemetery that I was in. I think I had beat the boss mob that was at that cemetery. I want to hit a couple of the dungeons that were there in the cemetery and see what um, what type of loot those have for me and some goodies I can find down there. Um, also, don't forget to um, Download the download the podcast from iTunes and leave us some reviews on iTunes. Um, give us some ratings. I would really appreciate getting some ratings on iTunes um, so we can maybe move up on the charts in there. And that's about it. 
Like I said before, send us some emails at what I'm playing now at gmail.com and let us know what you're playing now. Have a good week, everybody. We'll be back next week. <laughs>